0: Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Friday, January 19th. Today, we're looking at the growing challenges faced by Taiwan's president-elect with the country's chip industry and the data breach at VF Core, owner of Vans and Supreme, affecting 35 million customers. Plus, Microsoft is making its AI-powered reading tutor free and Google has identified a Russian espionage crew behind a new malware campaign. All this coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Technology Station. Please enjoy today's selection of technology news. Taiwan's newly elected president, Lai Qingtei, is set to take office in May, and he's already facing a crossroads in the country's technology industry. Celeste, can you give us some insight into this? Certainly, James.
1: Lai's administration will be the third term of Democratic Progressive Party rule in Taiwan, and he is widely expected to continue the work of his predecessor, Tsai Ing-wen, in supporting the country's semiconductor industry. This industry is one of Taiwan's biggest economic drivers and most valuable exports. For instance, TSMC, Taiwan's leading semiconductor company, accounts for 60% of the world's foundry capacity.
0: That's quite significant. So what are the challenges that Lai is expected to face in this sector?
1: Well, Lai has spoken several times about Taiwan's chips without laying out specific policies, and he may find himself having to adapt as the industry becomes increasingly vulnerable to geopolitics. He has also pledged to create 20,000 startup jobs within five years, but has given little detail on how he plans to achieve that. Furthermore, Taiwan is starting to lag behind other countries that provide more generous funding and tax breaks to their semiconductor industries. For instance, the US, has allocated $52 billion for its chip industry, while China gives semiconductor subsidies for buying tools and apartment buildings for their workers.
0: So there's a need for more concrete policies and strategies. What about the geopolitical aspects of this issue?
1: Yes, geopolitics plays a significant role here. Lai will have to navigate the U.S.-China conflict, U.S.-China technology competition, and U.S.-China-Taiwan relations. The concentration of chipmaking in Taiwan has become a political issue, both outside and inside Taiwan. For instance, there was controversy when TSMC began construction of a fab in Arizona, as some Taiwanese saw it as an attempt to move Taiwan's semiconductor industry away from the island. Lai will have to manage these geopolitical tensions while ensuring the continued growth and development of Taiwan's semiconductor industry.
0: That's a delicate balance to strike. And how about the domestic front? How is the semiconductor industry perceived within Taiwan?
1: Although the semiconductor industry is vital to Taiwan's economy, most people in the country don't work in it. Lai has to keep them happy by spending on other domestic issues, especially since he didn't win by a strong mandate. There's a need for a balance between supporting the semiconductor industry and addressing other domestic concerns.
0: That's a complex situation indeed. It will be interesting to see how Lai navigates these challenges and opportunities in Taiwan's tech industry. Now let's shift our focus to VF Core, the parent company of apparel brands like Vans, Supreme, and the North Face, which has reported a significant data breach with hackers reportedly stealing the personal data of 35.5 million customers. Celeste, can you give us some insight into this?
1: Absolutely, James. The Denver-based company reported the breach to regulators recently, although the specifics of what kind of personal data was stolen are not yet clear. VF Corp spokesperson Colin Wheeler has not provided additional information as of yet. However, the company has stated that it does not retain consumer social security numbers, bank account information, or payment card information for its consumer businesses. And there's no evidence to suggest that customer passwords were stolen.
0: That's somewhat reassuring, but how did this breach occur and who is responsible?
1: VF Corp initially reported that the hackers disrupted its operations by encrypting some IT systems, which suggests a ransomware attack. The ransomware and extortion gang known as L.A.F.V. or Black Cat later claimed credit for the breach.
0: And what has been the impact on VF Corp's operations?
1: At the time of the incident, VF Corp reported, reported experiencing operational disruptions and difficulties in fulfilling orders. The company has since caught up on delayed orders and stated that it has substantially restored the IT systems and data that were impacted by the cyber incident, although it is still working through minor operational impacts.
0: This is a stark reminder of the increasing threat of cyber attacks, and it underscores the need for companies to prioritize cybersecurity to protect their customers' data. On a different note, Microsoft has made its AI-powered tool, Reading Coach, available for free to anyone with a Microsoft account. Celeste, can you tell us more about this tool and how it works?
1: Certainly, James. Reading Coach is a tool that provides learners with personalized reading practice. It identifies words that learners struggle with and presents them with tools to support independent practice. These tools can include text-to-speech, syllable breaking, and picture dictionaries. After a learner practices, educators can view their work including which words the student practiced, how many attempts they made, and which tools they used.
0: That sounds like a comprehensive tool. I understand there's also a feature that allows learners to create their own narrative adventure. Can you explain how that works?
1: Yes, the Choose Your Own Story feature is powered by Microsoft's Azure OpenAI service. Learners select a character, setting, and reading level, and the AI creates content based on these selections and the learner's most challenging words. The story content is moderated and filtered for things like quality, safety, and age appropriateness. As learners read the story, Reading Coach provides feedback on pronunciation and awards badges that unlock new characters and scenes as they progress.
0: That's an interesting way to engage learners. However, I understand that not all educators share Microsoft's rosy view of AI for teaching reading comprehension. Can you elaborate on this?
1: That's correct, James. While AI tools like Reading Coach can be helpful, they aren't foolproof. Reading comprehension involves assessing what students know, the strength of their vocabulary, and their ability to sound out and pronounce words. There are concerns that students can inadvertently affect evaluations by pressing a wrong button or disengage if they get bored with a task, leading to a low score. However, in a recent survey, 44% of educators said that they think adaptive tech does a better job of accurately assessing a student's reading level than non-adaptive software or pen and paper methods.
0: That's a valid point. While AI can be a powerful tool, it's crucial to remember that it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. Shifting gears, Google's Threat Analysis Group, or TAG, has reported that the notorious Russian-linked hacking group known as Cold River is evolving its tactics. The group, also known as Callisto Group and Star Blizzard, has a history of espionage campaigns against NATO countries, particularly the United States and the United Kingdom. Celeste, can you tell us more about this?
1: Certainly, James. Cold River has been observed ramping up its activity in recent months and using new tactics that could potentially cause more disruption to its victims. These victims predominantly include targets in Ukraine and its NATO allies, academic institutions, and non-government organizations. Interestingly, this comes shortly after Microsoft researchers reported that the group had improved its ability to evade detection.
0: So what's new about their tactics? How are they evolving?
1: The group has shifted from its usual tactic of phishing for credentials to delivering malware via campaigns using PDF documents as lures. These PDFs masquerade as opinion editorial pieces or other types of articles that the spoofed account is looking to solicit feedback on. When the victim opens the benign PDF, the text appears as if it is encrypted. If the target responds that they can't read the document, the hacker will send a link to a decryption utility, which is actually a custom backdoor tracked as Speaka. This backdoor gives the attackers persistent access to the victim's machine to execute commands, steal browser cookies, and exfiltrate documents.
0: That sounds quite sophisticated. How successful has this new approach been for Cold River?
1: Google doesn't have visibility into the number of victims who were successfully compromised with Spica, but they believe that it was only used in very limited targeted attacks. The malware is likely still under active development and being used in ongoing attacks. Despite law enforcement action, Cold River activity has remained fairly consistent over the past several years.
0: What has Google done in response to this new threat?
1: Upon discovery of the Cold River malware campaign, Google added all of the identified websites, domains, and files to its safe browsing service to block the campaign from further targeting Google users. This is a crucial step in ensuring the safety of their users.
0: That's reassuring to hear. It's clear that the cyber threat landscape is constantly evolving, and it's crucial for organizations to stay ahead of these threats. And with that, We wrap up our stories for today on Current Radio, and we look forward to bringing you more updates tomorrow.